Ooh, and welcome to my Xbox and Me episode 451. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Too Fresh Crash. How you doing, Crash? I'm doing good. I wasn't expecting it that time. I thought you were going to go to Matt. Oh, I want to be honest with you, Crash. Yeah. I've put Matt in your color and I've put you in his. So you're yellow today and Matt's red. I do apologize for that. Don't like it. Don't like it. I just want you to know. In my recording, it's wrong. In despawns, it'll be correct. Well, so yeah. I just I feel like that's very. Um, oh, is yeah, it wrong for you no, as it's well? It's, it's right. I oh, just damn. I just want to say, like, this is my last episode of the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I've damn. enjoyed it. Um, it's like truly been a really really fun time. I'm sure the boys will carry on and do fantastic work without me, but I can't stand being the color yellow. So I think that's where the line has officially been crossed. Mm-hmm. I respect it personally. I respect Fair. it. Uh, so- also joining us, Mr. Paul Despawn. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm in my right color, so I'm happy. You are. You are. What? No, you're not. Wait, you're not. red. No, you're blue. Wait, what color are you meant to be? Green. Yeah, you're blue. I'm green. Matt's red. Chris is yellow. Oh, I've messed it all up. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What an intro to the pod. Um, well, you know what? viewers. Do you know what's even better about this? This is for only Patreon supporters slash YouTube mm-hmm. members as well. Everything will be perfect in D-Sports. I could have just ignored it, but I didn't. It's fine. Uh, and of course, one only Mr. Matt P video. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm really good. I, I'm kind of actually getting towards that like deliriously tired point because I stay up until 2am playing Baldur's Gate. I'm like, I'm cresting right now. I'm Wait, what? Why? Because you didn't play Baldur's Gate with me and I was itching. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got a fever I mean, that only Carl You reminded him of that addiction. Wait a minute, stop. Wait, wait. This guy acts like he's got no time ever. He stayed up till two o'clock in the morning playing Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it was ill-advised and I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> no, I disagree. I think it was a perfect, perfect time. A perfect use of time. time. And I yeah. didn't really stay up until 2 a.m. It was, it was 1 a.m. I exaggerated. I feel bad. I'm still Damn. tired. Sleepy well, boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sleepy that you're tired. Boy. Uh, well, this is my Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast, right here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and Me and all podcast services. Remember, support the show with your hard earned money over on patreon.com slash mcfixer to get all your goodies. You have the My Xbox and Me fan tier right there where you can get a bunch of goodies. We are working on a date for our live stream. Our 12 hour live stream will be happening soon. There is a potential date being put in the diary. We got to tell Crash about it. Um, I was about to say I heard nothing about Wait, potential day. There's a lot. There's a lot coming. There's a lot coming. Um, also, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who come over from Podcast Unlocked uh, this last week. We got a lot of new subscribers over on the YouTube channel, so we do thank you for that. And last but not least, make sure you go drop us a follow over on Twitch. Uh, we try and go live about three times a week. Uh, we'll be four now because I'm happy to announce that we did do our session 0.5 yeah (laughs) Uh, for boulders gate so it's looking like every monday now moving forward every single monday we will be playing boulders gate boys who's excited i'm so excited we should also say that session one is planned for this weekend so yes. session one will be probably a bit longer than the normal sessions um and will take place on saturday midday GMT is what we're saying, I think. 12, right? We're saying 12 yeah, for yeah, GMT? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so we'll be playing our first session then. We'll, we'll try and go a little bit longer um, and get into some boulders. Game, I'm so excited. 
Can't wait. Boulder's Gate, Boulder's Gate. Um, let's say a big shout out to our Patreon producer, Mr. Aaron God. Thank you very much, Aaron God, for supporting the show financially and keeping us on the airwaves and the interwebs. We do appreciate you. Topic of the show this week, boys. Um, sad news in a way, I think. As someone who's a Mm, yeah how do i say this i'm not like the hater. biggest halo guy not, I, whoa, what? Yeah. Uh. I hate her that's an accurate way to put it you can Did show you me whatever you want do you have a photo of master chief on your shelf crash who gave you drawn that photo by, drawn by the one and only nerf alice shout out to her shout out to okay nerf so alice. do you have that because it, nerf alice drew it or do you have that because it's master chief because nerf alice drew it <laughs> Okay. okay. That's, that's good. That's good to <laughs> know. Refer back to the hater comment then. I, I, honestly, I can't wait to get these ones up though. This look at this one. Oh, look at that they one. Are cool. Yeah, yeah. Look that at that. So if you're not watching the video, this is a Final Fantasy drawing by Nerf Alice. All these by Nerf Alice are gonna be up in my office. Got this cyberpunk one. Oh, so good. I wish I was talented. like it. And I then also also this Halo Infinite one. Yeah, sick. Crazy. I've been waiting for this day to have an office. That I can finally put her art up, and I promised her I was, and I stick to my it's promises. It's still not up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Halo is right there. Halo's right there. Yeah, frames for it. I got frames got for it. You got that on that That's one. not fair. I bought a frame, but it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Topic of the show. Topic yeah. of the show this week. Uh, <laughs> there are dozens of Halo pitches that were shot down by Microsoft um, by free for free. A former dev. Um, was speaking on Twitter. Uh, Kevin Schmidt. Schmidt? Yeah, Kevin mm-hmm. Schmidt on Twitter. Um, I did actually saw I saw this before I even got reported. I saw the people talking about this one on Twitter straight away. Um, the long end and short end of the story, I guess, is there's a lot of ideas that got <laughs> were put out there into the world. Um, and Kevin decided to speak um, about it, which you don't usually see happen if we're being honest uh, about previous devs but the reason why this all kind of has blown up is obviously because of a little game called hell divers 2 um mm-hmm. and the big one that was going around um a pitch was that there was going to be or there was pitched an ods team odst uh, themed game in the same style as hell divers 2 oh, and so obviously nice. obviously um yeah, it's a, it's a shame, right? It's a shame. I think, especially after the fact we got Halo Spartans. So anyone remember Halo Spartans on the Windows? Uh, the Spartan Assault, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you remember that? Like, I don't know, Chris, you're the, probably the biggest Halo fan on the podcast. I think that's... Yeah, no, I think that's fair to Isn't say. Isn't it, Matt? I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. I, I think that kind well, of... No, it's not kind of tells you all you need to know about recent Wait, Halo, though, right? Like... Yeah, I, well, I would. I would have said it was Crash, but maybe I'm yeah. wrong. I guess from us, sure. Like That's I like Halo Five. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm a, I'm a big fan. I thought Matt was more into Halo than I assumed. Uh, um. So by the sound of it, I'm the biggest Halo fan. Yeah, it does exactly. seem that way. Yeah. I think Fix. I think Fix is the ha- biggest Halo it, fan. Yeah, I think Fix is definitely the biggest Halo. Fix fan. Fix is yeah, always yeah. talking about like Halo with the boys, and we're all just like, nah, we don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> we're, not, we're not feeling it. I hate you guys so much. Look, all I'm saying is during our 12 hour stream, there will be a goal to hit Halo with the Blitz. If you really want to see it, help us hit the goal. Simple as. Simple as. Um, But how do you feel about hearing this news? We'll start with you, Crash, um, about hearing these projects that have been shot down that Microsoft didn't pull the trigger on. Uh, It's disappointing um, because I feel like 
Halo's such a strong franchise and it had an opportunity to sort of become more widespread. When you look at like Mario and why Mario is as big as it is, it's not just because of the platformers. Yeah, the platformers did a lot, but then they went into Mario Kart, they went into Mario RPG, they went into the soccer game, they went and brought Mario Party, all these different games. Okay, okay. Um, So seeing the possibility like that could have been something that happened with Halo, um, We've talked about it before, like the same thing with Gears of War. We don't know if this happened with Gears of War. I'm not saying that hap- that's the case, but like seeing these strong franchises, because you have to remember, Halo is a very, very strong franchise. Having the opportunity to go out and expand that. Go ahead, Fix. Was a strong franchise. I It's still a strong franchise. I'd still okay. argue it is a strong franchise. Okay. If you, if you put out a TV show and you have enough pull to get people onto a platform subscribing to that platform to watch said tv show do you not say you have a strong franchise you just destroyed my entire argument i agree with you you're 100 yeah. right yes if you're yeah. if you can put something out on a platform like paramount plus and people will subscribe for that then cancel a subscription yes it's still a strong franchise you're 100 right mm-hmm. yeah so it just uh, yeah, it had it had an opportunity to it still has an opportunity we'll see where 343 goes with the future of halo but it hasn't been bright, has it, Matt? For three, four, three so far in Halo. No, there's been a distinct lack of good news. I feel like over the last several years, I guess, right? Like, like when Infinite came out, people were stoked, right? Like, like the campaign did something new. They tried something new, and it worked. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, try new stuff. I think, I think even we've talked about this before, but like, I think Game Pass affords you an opportunity. Put out a third-person ODST three-hour-long Halo game. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see how it does. I do think if you'd come out and gone, the next mainline Halo franchise, uh, Halo, you know, game, twenty-hour campaign, whatever, is this, and it's a third-person ODST thing. I think the knee-jerk reaction you're going to get from fans probably is quite volatile, not dissimilar maybe to the the reaction of. Prince of Persia, right? And people go, this ain't my Prince of Persia. This is what I want for Prince of Persia. Fuck those people. But also, <laughs> like, they were wrong, ultimately. That new Prince yes. of Persia game was awesome well, because it well, tried something new. Well, were they wrong, though? Because, to play devil's advocate, not for the quality of the game, but the sales speak for themselves. Sure, sure. But, but what you've got to remember is xbox are reframing that conversation to go we don't necessarily care about the sales as much as we care about the subscribers on game pass the concurrent players on game pass the conversation around the game i think right um yep. if 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 you brought out like if you just totally did a pal world right totally rip off helldivers 2 it's halo odst 2 call it halo odst 2 go balls the wall on it mm-hmm. just make it helldivers but halo um and make it like a three-hour thing and go, we can keep adding to it if you guys like it and you guys play enough of it in Game Pass, but right now we're just trying something new. And then we get Halo Party in two years' time, and it's okay, a board now game. We get, now you're getting me excited. Now I'm Halo in. Cup. Now I'm in. <laughs> I, I, now I think I'm it's in. interesting, right? Like I, I think Game Pass affords you these opportunities maybe more so than the last 12 years where they pitched 30 games and a lot of them got turned down. I don't think that is necessarily unheard of in the video game industry i wonder how many last of us pitches have been heard and shot down i bet it's a lot Mm -hmm. um 
you know factions included in that i guess you know these sometimes these games go pretty far before they get shot down so i i don't think that's like crazy to hear i don't think that surprises me all that much some of those were probably battle royales (laughs) um which is interesting but yeah go for it like lean into what you've got in game pass make us little two three hour experiments in the halo universe give it to give it to you know moon studios or whoever wants to do a halo thing why not um let's see what these teams have got baseball agreed completely like i think we've seen like prime examples of games doing well when it's like a tiny part of a studio just goes off and makes something that they're like passionate about. And then you get games like grounded, which like nine times out of 10 people love that hi-fi rush as mm. well. Tiny studio, tiny, tiny part of the studio um, ended up making one of Xbox's arguably best rated games of the year. And it's like, just get give student studios where they've got, you've got these IPs that you've got control of if you've got a passionate small like section of a studio that wants to do something with it, let them do it. Let them do a proof of concept. Don't just shoot them down. If they, if someone can say like, all right, give us like six months enough be- spare time. We'll give you a proof of concept that you could decide to yay or nay it. To be fair, th- there's no saying that they didn't do That's that. That's true. Like yeah. in this, in what we've, the information that we've had, there's no yeah. saying that, that there wasn't, um, proof of concept the proof of concepts put forward i think it, I, I think my biggest thing is it, it is disappointing from microsoft's point of view because i don't think they've done enough with the halo franchise over the last decade if i'm yeah. being honest like the games that have come out have been a mixed bag to say the least and to me it just seems like smart business to allow people to make things that they're passionate about is the mm-hmm is the biggest thing like like if you want to like that's been something that we've seen from xbox in terms of i see you put in phases matt but in terms of the fact of to retain staff as well we've seen a lot of turnover like they, we've we've spoke about on the podcast a lot where this producer's left that producer's left this person's left that person's left and that happens when people feel like they're no longer being listened to at the company they're working for they're either overworked underpaid and they lose the passion for the thing that they were they were in it for, especially when you work in the entertainment space, right? Like, I can only imagine what it must be like to work at a Microsoft, right? And you go in every day and it's like, man, this franchise that I came here to work on, Halo, like Master Chief, like this wealth, all of this. I've really got this cool idea on the pitch. Oh, but the last 20 got shot down. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go for the 21st, then, are they? so yeah i don't know yeah. it's a it is a shame yeah you're 100 right like it can definitely turn a workforce jaded um i i suppose the counter argument to that would be well if we let you put out a shit game and you get shit on online because you put out suicide squad or so you know Bleeding whatever edge. it is sure exactly um is that gonna is that gonna boot you out of the like are you gonna leave the industry for good off the back of that like you know, it's it's such a balancing act that is mm-hmm. impossible to balance when you're running a company like Microsoft or Xbox. So I go it's also like one of the things of good management is also knowing when to pull back and be like, hey, we're not going to do that because the For investing sure. the resources doesn't okay. make sense. Um, but this sounds like it might have been a little bit more like all we're doing is making the mainline Halo games. Mm-hmm. That's all we're going to do. That's the only place we see possible expansion or whatever. And I think that might have been a little bit more to one side than the opposite than it should. Well, we, 
when we think of Xbox franchises, you think about Halo Gears, right? And the spin-off games that we've got from that, from both of those two big franchises, Gears Pop, Gears Tactics, Halo Wars, Halo Wars 2. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. ODSTs, obviously, I don't count that in the same genre in which I'm speaking of in, in what yeah. I'm talking about right now. Like, it is, it is surprising when you really think about it that you don't see a lot of risk being taken with Microsoft's IP. Like you do Nintendos. I think you I think you hit the nail on the head with Mario, right? Which is Yeah, if you can if you can get people to love the Halo world, which isn't just and this is why I always go back to the fact that we don't have a Xbox kart racer, to me is just stupid. And like I know I know it may not be as loved as like a Mario Kart, obviously, and maybe and maybe I'm just severely I, underestimating how hard it is to make a good kart racer and, and i probably am because i'm not a game dev but I've, I've pitched the avatar system for the longest time right mario party avatars but imagine now you must look at fortnite and go oh look at what they're doing and we do own a lot of these big brands now like why would we 100%. not do this ourselves? 100 do you think because of fortnite it's more difficult to do that now if you put out this this creation with like all these combinations and people are like, I have Fortnite. Why why would I play this game for these characters to interact when I could just boot up Fortnite and play it in a more po- in a not more polished necessarily, but a more um uh guaranteed sense of fun for them or something like that? Oh Matt. Potentially, I think I think like Fortnite is weird witchcraft, right? We always talk about like it is mad that you can jump into a game and play as Tom Holland, Lara Croft, Master Chief, and Leon Kennedy all in a squad and run around <laughs> together. That seems fucking bananas, right? And Nintendo very much are siloed in their own world with that, right? Your only options for that are Nintendo properties. Mario Kart and uh, Smash Brothers is probably an even better example as like a widespread yeah Nintendo thing. Um. But I think they should absolutely do that. We, we had an argument on Extra two weeks ago or whatever it was. Is Master Chief a top five mascot? Well, fuck me. If you had Master Chief in a kart racer and a Super Smash Bros. style game and all these things are in Game Pass and you constantly updated them with new things that came to Game Pass. Like, imagine if you had from day one of Game Pass a Smash Bros. style fighter mm-hmm. and then Lies of P comes to Game Pass and Microsoft go, hey, we're going to put pinocchio in this game it's promotion for you it's great right you're part of the game pass family and this is how we show some of that love then you have this like constantly updated world that exists this metaverse for lack of a better word do you know what i think i totally agree with you and i also think i'd actually be okay with it not being the quality of smash i'd understand it not being that level but if it did continue to live on and i guess that's where it comes down to though right like what's the return on investment on that in terms of like live service games are the most expensive games to to run and when you and like also potentially the most profitable that's the well, thing that yeah that's the that's the thing you're, you're 100% right there so right does this really interesting with their card games their card game legend of runeterra that game isn't profitable for them at all yeah. That game is a uh, the return on investment not good for that game. The reason they do that game is to satisfy certain people and keep them interested in their games. And so I think even if you put out a game, be it a kart racer or a 
Mario Party style game or whatever it is, there is an argument to have of like, hey, that's going to be a loss for us, but that's fine. The issue I think you come with with that conversation with Xbox and the same thing would be said for PlayStation is they technically already do that with their consoles. They don't make a profit off their consoles. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to have a sort of a revenue loss like that as far as like what they're putting out because they always have one consistently pretty much for themselves. Yeah, the yeah. last thing they want to do is add another negative revenue stream into their workflows. Um, but for me, I guess the the flip side of that is it's the with games like Halo, where there's like one every generation at this point, uh, or like Gears, there hasn't been one this entire generation yet. It's like give us these smaller experiences that keep that brand recognition alive. Yeah, because it's like it's all really good. Like when the next Halo drops, it's going to be you know it's it's the next Halo. Like there's going to be a, a a market for that, but the casual fan who sees Halo like once every six years or so, like if you could give them like two or three smaller experiences throughout that time that keeps that brand in their minds. Like say we talked uh, about how like Master Chief isn't a top five mascot. You keep putting Master Chief in cool, interesting concepts. That's how they become a top five well, mascot. One of go ahead, Matt. Oh, well, I was going to say, you're exactly right, Despawn. And if you, like, you've got the Killer Instinct team sat mm -hmm. doing something, right? If all of a sudden Killer well, Instinct... Well, no, they're not a fair party. They don't. They're not a fair party. They're not by Microsoft. Oh, are they not? No. It's Iron Galaxy. It's Iron Galaxy. It was the only Netflix than Iron Galaxy. They're not going to cost much, are they? Go Probably buy Iron Galaxy. And instead of making Killer Instinct 2... No, shut up. Shut up, Matt. Stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. Stop. 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 You said too much. You were good with the buy them. After that, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're right, right? Like, So, like, the next, you know, Call of Duty that comes out, great, we've just put Captain Price in this game and we're going to release a trailer with him racing Master Chief in a kart race or, or fighting game or whatever, right? Well, and you just keep that conversation going. One of the most hyped things about... Uh, Killer Instinct was when they added the Arbiter and General Ram. Ram to the game. Ram. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I do think even if they do Killer Instinct and have that being an ongoing game throughout the years, having those crossover characters line up with those launches and it be put into a good fighting game. Because for fighting games, the biggest boon of those games and sort of even for those franchises at the time are those crossovers. If you're looking at Injustice, it is the... Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover that got big, right? If yeah. you're looking at um, uh, Mortal Kombat more recently, you had Omni-Man go into the game. That was really big. You have those moments in those pop pockets where uh, those franchises and the game that they're going to sort of pop off at the same time. And Microsoft has the ability to do that. And they have franchises that enough people care about. They but finally also to, have franchises that people care about. Finally. I would argue... I would argue they've... Uh, no, and... Halo, Halo would give away... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. More mainstream with the Crash Bandicoot and stuff and like that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I think Halo could have still been very relevant even to the younger generation if Microsoft took the avenue of making these smaller experiences that didn't wait for these mainline titles. Because Halo's grown up in a sense that younger people don't really care about Halo. There is an yeah. age limit where like there people are gonna be like, I don't know who that is. I don't know. That's got nothing to do with me because they haven't had a relevant game release in their lifetime. The most recent one would have been Halo Infinite. And they were probably like, I don't really, what is that? I don't care about that, right? Mm -hmm. Their closest relationship to Master Chief is probably the Fortnite release, if we're going to be Absolutely. honest. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, like with Senua coming up, do you think there's a world in which we see Hen Senua going to Fortnite now, between no. now and release two? Me neither. But why not? You I, don't think, I don't think she has that 
that brand recognition for mm. Fortnite. But but that's more a Fortnite, Fortnite will take thing. it, won't they? Do you think? No. Do you think Fortnite no. Are like? Nah, no thanks. No. Um, Fortnite yes. might be like, hey, we could, we might take her, but we're not going to yeah. do any promo on her. She's yeah. not going to be any part of our big releases. You know the side characters they have of their own characters. They're like, maybe they could take one of those slots, but we're not going to put any recognition on yeah. her. She'll be, uh, she'll be she'll yeah. be a an option to Senua buy the star, and that's it. Senua does not have that sort of pull. Yeah, like granted, she shows up at every single conference. They put Aloy in it, right? That's PlayStation. Come on, let's let's be I, serious. I understand. Aloy's Aloy is bigger than Senua. Yeah. I agree, but I am mile, mm-hmm. but shouldn't be. This is Xbox's chance, with especially with Senua two, to go. Fucking a, we Xbox. we have a new mascot and it's fucking Senua. No, Xbox has yet it. to put out. Xbox has yet to put out a game with Senua. Yes, Xbox has yet to do that. Yeah, I understand, but this is your opportunity. You've got nothing else on the horizon, and you've got what? Like we said, you've got Chief, and that's it. And right now, you've got Crash. He's he's uh, owned by you. And Captain Price, Spyro. Yeah, but but Spyro is less relevant than Crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And Spyro right. can't hold a gun. And I don't know so how relevant end up in Fortnite. Spyro's a walking flamethrower. Come on. Crash, Crash can't hold a gun either. Of course he can. I mean, no, he could, but I've no. never seen him do it. It's never going to happen. No. That would be a crossover I'd like to see. The Crash I will pizza bit you right Wait, now. Crash has held, Crash has, <laughs> Crash has held grenade uh, like rocket launchers I, and stuff like that. The shoot yeah, apples. I, okay. I will pizza bet you right now that Crash Bandicoot will never... And I'll give, I'll put, I'll put, give me two years on this bet that he will never be in Fortnite. I have a question. So here, here, hear me out, right? What if they put out a character skin where they're wearing a Crash Bandicoot outfit? Crash Bandicoot mascot. Crash Bandicoot Crash Bandicoot mascot. No, no. I'm just letting you know. Like, there's no way. It's just, that's one of those brands that you just don't want to mess up. Yeah. That's, that's a fun thing. I don't think it would. I don't think is there much to mess up at this point? People don't give a fuck about Crash about nowadays. Crash? I, oh. I think you're wrong. I think you're no. entirely. I think I, so N- wrong. Nintendo will never do it, but I don't <laughs> think it would hurt Mario to put Mario in Fortnite. Mm, I think and Nintendo gains nothing out of it. Yeah. I I said Nintendo will never do it, but I don't think it will hurt the brand of Mario to put Mario in Fortnite. I don't think it hurts the brand of Crash to put Crash in Fortnite. See, I, I disagree either. with you. But I think it's a conversation for another day. I, I think do disagree enough. with you. I do it depends disagree. It depends the conversation you're having. Is it a negative for parents or is it a negative for the franchise itself? Because I don't think par- I don't think the franchise itself is going to be affected. Parents might look at that and be like, why is that character in the shooting game? But like Mario is so ingrained that it doesn't affect Mario 100%. Like, I don't think that adjusts anything. Uh, Crash is already partially irrelevant. So maybe. Guess we'll have that conversation somewhere else at another time. Uh, moving on, moving on. Let's get into the topic of the show. Uh, sorry, let's get into this week's dashboard. Uh, we have got Phil Spencer DMing people about things that he probably shouldn't DM them. I, I'm confused by this one. Um, I love it. There's a there's a part of me that loves this. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that thinks this is very stupid, in a way. Uh, like personally so for people who missed this um <clears throat> an xbox player decided to dm phil spencer on xbox and ask hey phil any word uh, any word or update on being able to play my own games on xclad he responds with should be this year 
<laughs> he, the the uh, uh, not Phil responds with thanks man have a great night and he puts you too the pure fact that he put you and then a, the number two annoys me come on you're ahead of but the company How I think <laughs> makes this so much more authentic oh 100% like, because that feels so boomer yeah, <laughs> yeah. to go you too yeah. like a guy looked at this and went that is the easiest thing to forge in the world and then saw you too and actually that's um, if that is a forge that's the genius bit of this yeah if this yeah, is true. fake that's that's the interesting bit but um I, I, it probably isn't fake. Like we hear stories of Phil Spencer like rocking around in Fallout seventy six all the time and just being a gamer. And so him responding to DMs is weird to me. Um, but I guess believable. I'm just also, not it. We should. Do you want to be on the podcast? Phil? Yeah. <laughs> that, would be, the that would be a, a good podcast. little competition for the year as to who can get a response from Phil on Xbox. No chance. No chance. Um, what do you make of this in terms of uh, again we talk about Xbox's messaging and their marketing and their everything what do you make of news of this stature because being able to play your owned games on xCloud is a big piece of news how do you think Xbox are doing very well with marketing this <laughs> so I mean I do want to just point out that like a couple of weeks back we're asking I think we got a question in like how can we improve like xCloud and Game Pass and mm. I said specifically this give me the opportunity to play my own games I am super I, hyped for this if this comes I, here's what I will say you're incredibly hyped um, I it says play your own games right mm-hmm. does it say which games does it say all games does it say if you buy a Ubisoft game you can then stream it on xCloud or at Activ- or well, I guess Activision I no because that would still go through Ubisoft um, Activision EA like games Ubi? yeah because Ubi has the rights for streaming yep. content yeah. oh sugar yeah you're yeah. right Ooh, yeah. that is an interesting that. you're right about so Diablo, like when Diablo comes out, like that'll have to be dealt with with uh, Ubisoft for streaming on mm-hmm. just in the UK, or is that a, that's worldwide? Give, that was worldwide. worldwide. Yeah, stuff like that usually applies worldwide. It can't like the but then it's UK. It is a UK decision, but stuff like that generally, whenever decisions like those are made, it generally is applicable I thought to, like, it, worldwide. Uh, I'd have to do more research, we'll but yeah. check that one. We'll but, see uh, eventually when like yeah. the first whatever game from Activision comes through, but. It usually, um, I don't know, whatever. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we'll see, we'll see what games end up actually being able to stream that you owned. Because I could see a hundred percent all Xbox games that you own could be streamed through XCloud without mm-hmm. Game Pass or stuff like that. But who knows? Something I'm currently looking into, as we briefly chatted about, is GeForce Now. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I'm aware. GeForce Now allows you to stream any game that you own via Steam. So what would be different in this circumstance that would not allow you to do that? Well, GeForce Now is slightly different as I think it it basically, it's a glorified virtual desktop that you just log into your current accounts with. Correct. rather, Rather than it being a proprietary streaming service. Let's also think think about the main conversation we, that we just had, right? Ubisoft. Ubisoft are not on Steam anymore. Yeah. They took all their games off of Steam. So I think you'll see more and more companies. I'm not saying they'll take games off Steam because I think that's suicide. Um, but I think you'll see more and more companies want to put restrictions on certain things, especially if they have a 
competitor in the streaming space, which mm-hmm. I'm, I think you'd be the only company that does, right, with Luna? Uh, yeah. A- Amazon Luna. No. Not Luna. Yeah. Um, uh, not Luna. Um, crap, they've got something that they're partnered with. I can't remember okay. where it is. I can't remember where it's called either, but I thought well, that also, maybe they're partnered with Luna. I can't with remember. Yeah. GeForce Now, if I'm not mistaken, there's certain games you can't stream. So the, I know at the beginning there was a lot of pullback of like, because I think GeForce Now just went, if you own it on Steam, you can play it. And then companies like, wait, no. See, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I couldn't, okay. I tried and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I tried to play that on my TV the other I, day and I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's something I'm looking into and have not yet started looking at. I, I know for sure I can do Baldur's Gate and Sims and stuff like that, right? So I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I kind of off the back of that assumed I could do my entire Steam library. Maybe that's not true. Um, but yeah, interesting. I look, I, you know, we talk about Xbox having bad messaging. We've been saying it a lot lately. This is the absolute pinnacle of, hey, Phil, shut up. Why are you DMing people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, like I, this not, could have I, been like honestly if they'd have come out with this as like an official thing so right this is officially going to be happening going forwards proper like packaged it properly this would be just a net win the fact that it's leaked from someone's dms and it's been apparently it's been verified so it's true like yeah this this could have been yeah. a marketing win for xbox you know this is? The, the one thing i will say is like and i've been i've been very negative around xbox lately if you this would have happened three years ago, we would have all been sat here applauding this, saying, "Oh my God, it's so cool to see the CEO of Phil Spencer, uh, of Xbox talk to players like this." Yeah, I'm I'm cool with this. I have no issues with Phil doing this. I think I think this is part of the reason people like Phil is because mm-hmm. Phil seems That's very down to earth compared to like or reachable. I guess is the better way to put it. Yeah, he seems much more reachable than a lot of the other uh, heads of gaming at various places. Uh, I just think the timing is not great with the messaging right of yeah. xbox yeah. not clarifying stuff on their own of stuff sitting out in the wild for a while and i don't know if xbox i don't think xbox has made a comment on this and i don't see why they would but with the timing you'd expect them to say something about it or want them to say something about it to a degree yeah i hear you uh next up star wars mandalorian video game reportedly in the works at respawn games ah sure. star wars. i don't know <laughs> star wars fatigue much uh just like <laughs> everything else um yeah sure why not it'll be interesting to see what this looks like obviously very very minor side content spoiler for jedi survivor sure. question mark you're fine boba fett shows up at okay. a certain point um and obviously boba fett and mando have had crossovers in the tv world um and so perhaps this is what that looks like perhaps this is you know respawn making another game in that universe albeit quite a different one um whenever i hear about a bounty hunter star wars game i just think fondly back at thirteen thirteen and remember the game that never was um and go well maybe we're never destined to get one but it seems like a no-brainer Uncharted yeah. Star Wars. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Come on. So yeah, so the, the report is apparently it's gonna be developed in first person, uh, and it's in the early stages of its development. Um these ones, does this uh, get you excited? Oh my god, does this get me excited? Imagine the same studio that made Titanfall 2's single player campaign, yeah, giving me a Mandalorian or a Boba Fett or whatever, a bounty hunter campaign story. Give me that six to eight hour campaign, whatever it is. I don't care. Just put it all in my veins. 
man. Mm-hmm. If we're never getting a Titanfall 3, this is what I want. This is the next best thing for me. So you, what are you expecting in this game? You're expecting grappling I'm, hooks. You're expecting... I'm expecting wrist rockets. I'm expecting laser pistols. I'm expecting firing nets at droids that are evil. I'm expecting the whole kit and caboodle. I'm expecting a Titan. Why not? Let's do it. Just a big old robot. A, a open world? No, I think we'll get a linear story for this. I think. Like, I think this one's rumored to be linear as well. Yeah, I think uh, this, okay. this, like I say, Titanfall two esque linear single player story with your odd collectibles and you know lots of fun traversal that kind of stuff. Just yeah, that's all I want from this. You think it's a prequel and therefore does not have Baby Yoda? I'm fine with that. I don't want Baby Yoda running around. I don't want to have to carry little Baby Yoda. Is this, okay, so I have a question. This might seem like a stupid question. Go on, Christ, please. I thought Mandalorians were the people and not the one character, or was I? So they that? are. You, you are correct, mm-hmm. but in the TV show, The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. everybody yeah. kind of just refers to him as the Mandalorian. He does have a name, and there are other Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they're like all in hiding, and it's kind of weird. And so, like, yeah. so this game could be a Mandalorian set in current time and not be that character. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, could be. Could be. Okay. Oh god, that would actually be interesting. Didn't even know any of that information. So, because yeah, (laughs) because what they did for the Boba Fett series, which very much was a kind of season two point five of the Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. um, they called it the Book of Boba, um, and that could be a thing that they lean into and do the Book of somebody else, right? Um, Which Mm. could be interesting. Can Um, I picture you guys a game? You can go for it. Sure. Everyone, close your eyes. Okay. So the, the title sequence starts, you know, the Star Wars little scroll, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it starts. Why is your eyes open? Don't Sorry. open your eyes. Sorry. Yeah, thank I you. I mean, I've got to produce yep. this thing. So, okay, go for it. And then, and then, so it goes... Where's the title? We're just speeding up a little bit. And then, fast forward. I'm getting there. Relax. Fast forward. And then all you hear is... Misa, Misa, it's me, Jaja. Boom, Jaja brings game. There you go. What do you think? I'm out. That's gonna be a no from me, boss. Oh. That's gonna be a no from me as well. Matt, Matt, my last hope. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> Jaja brings game. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Anyway, next story. Alan Wake Two is Remedy's fastest selling game of all time. I mean, not to. I, I, I just want to say, I'm not surprised by this at all. But this no. news was revealed during Disney's Q1 uh, F financial year 24. Thank you. Uh, earning call, and it was announced. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, what? Correct. That's the wrong That's story. Correct. That's the wrong story. That's on me. Oh. I didn't That's wait. I didn't think story. when. Did, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did think when did Disney buy in to remedy? But I also thought it's in front of me. I'm gonna read it. That's. I respect it. It's like exactly Ron Burgundy. Is that Ron Burgundy? I'm gonna be honest with you. After hosting the UB thing, yes. If they could have put anything in front of me, I would have been like, <laughs> I was so locked in. Thank you. I appreciate. Alloway uh, Two is now sold 1.3 million copies. I'm not gonna, I did think this is totally wrong, but Crash has never steered sure. me wrong before, so I'm just gonna go with it. It's actually um, actually incorrect where you've pointed out stuff where I put the wrong links and things. No, so that yeah, is incorrect. I'm, not, I'm yeah, just. No, 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 anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
1.3 million copies sold. Uh, the game has sold a uh, million by the end of 2023 with an additional 300 copies sold uh, in up to February 2024. Uh, while Alan Wake 2 isn't profitable yet, ooh, uh, the game has made a significant part of its development cost back um, when it launched in 2023 of October 27th. Uh, the he- quote here we got... Sorry, what? I, I, that's worrying to hear mm, that it's, it's sold that many and is not profitable. Well, this game hasn't released on Steam, correct? Because it's an Epic it's exclusive. It's on Steam. It's not going to be. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder. Physical, no physical evil. I wonder if the profitability, the profitability includes the deal for Epic. Yeah, I reckon this game has made. I think this game's made its money. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and I think they're being very. The information is being put out there, right? Sold. It's very, very, yeah. So I think the the check they got from Epic to make this game an Epic exclusive was enough to cover what needed to be covered. If yeah. I think I could be wrong, yeah. uh, but we quote we got here is we are happy with the start of Alan Wake Two sales. The price point has also remained at a higher level, and the game has already recouped a significant significant part of the development and marketing expenses. We will continue to develop the game to serve existing fans and attract new players, and expect the game to continue selling well. Says Remedy Entertainment CEO uh, Treo. Tarot Vertala. Oh, Tarot. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a great game. uh, 1.3 still seems low. Yeah, I agree. Again, limited market. only on Epic. Not being on Steam. Not being on Steam. There are a large number of gamers who will just not touch this game because it's not on Steam. Yeah. I mean, you, you know from first hand from your, your day job that like people will not My touch a Ubisoft <laughs> you know, they will not touch a Ubisoft game because it's not yes. on Steam. Yes. It's like, yeah, you put that like if that game eventually comes to Steam, which we know it's not gonna because of who's the publisher. Partner. Never say never. True. Never say never. True. Death Stranding came to bloody Xbox Game Pass, mate. Never saw that coming. Yeah, true. But um yeah, I don't know. Like it makes sense that it's not hit the market that they need to right now but again we we know there's dlc coming um the night springs dlc is coming so that's coming in the future so hopefully that'll bring more people in i'm excited for that myself did it win game of the year it didn't right balls Uh, one best direction so okay i didn't know if we get game of the year edition yeah I mean, you, you don't have to win game of the year to yeah, win game, to get a game of the year edition. Yeah. I mean, everyone puts a game of the year know, edition. That's, you're a loser if you do that, let's be honest. You heard it here first. Borderlands, I'm looking at you. I saw yes, you do that multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw you. Uh, Despawn. Guess yes. that game time, baby. Uh, talk <gasps> oh, to me. Okay. So, guess that game, for those who do not know, is our weekly game show where one of the hosts, this week it's me, will be thinking of a game. And the rest of the uh, studio audience, or the guys here, that's me. Will, that's you. Uh, have 90 seconds to try and guess that game with yes or no answers. Um, it is up to my discretion if I decide what the answer is. Uh, and yeah. What are the scores? I respect the it. The score currently sits like this. Crash on two points. Me, MC Fixer, on two points. Despawn on one point. And Matt P Video on zero points. Big old goose egg. 
Um, but yeah, I'm right. I'm ready to get some points. I'm ready to get some points. Yeah, me okay. too. I need. I'm it. ready to bring up a timer. You want to tell uh, us what order we're going in as well? Please, no. respond. I'll let you figure it out yourself. Uh, no, um, we will go with Matt first, uh-huh. then Crash, then Fix. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, I have the game in front of me. I have the timer in front of me. I'm making sure that you can't see the reflection in either of my glasses or the timer. Uh, we are, <laughs> You're good. <laughs> we are ready to go in three, two, go. Did the game release on this generation of consoles? No. Um, is it an indie game? No. Xbox 360 gen? No. Xbox One generation? Yes. Is it an EA game? No. Capcom? No. Did it have Connect? No. <laughs> Connect. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why uh, I said Ubisoft. that. Nope. Third person action game? It is third person, I believe. Okay. Worryingly vague already. Um, no. no. Do you, as the player, kill people or kill anything yes. in the game? Yes. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. um, anything question? Action adventure? I don't know. No, action adventure? No. Is the game a triple A tile? Yes. That does not fill me with confidence. I'm going to say yeah. more double A. Let's put it that way. There we go. That's what you get. Does Does the game have a sequel? No. Is it an exclusive? Yes. Okay. Uh, female protagonist? No. And is it yes. Xbox First Party? Have we already um, asked that? Yes. That does not look confident at all. Um, male protagonist? Same. Um, there's not re- uh, Time's up, but I'll let you all answer one more question because I think you're a bit stuck. I will clarify there is not a singular protagonist. I got a guess. Okay. Interesting. Not uh, a singular protagonist. Mm-hmm. Third person game. Xbox Not One exclusive. Xbox One people. exclusive. I'm gonna. Oh, you kill. You kill stuff. Oh, think, things get killed. I think. Uh, I, think I, I think I know what it is. I'm gonna, yeah, look, I think I've got a good guess. Although I'm not sure. I'm guessing, so I'm, I'm. I'm guessing. No, I'm guessing it's a bloody. A create your own character. Right? It's got to be. So it can be male or female. Um. Uh, is that one of your last questions? Mm. Oh, yes. Is it a creative character? No. Oh, I, would, oh, I had a better that, question than that. That removes my. Okay. You thought, removes you my thought guess. it was Sunset Overdrive? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah no. I thought that for a while. That is not what I've written down. I actually think I might have it. And okay. I hate to be this confident because well, I know I'm going to get shot down. I, but will, I, think I've got it. I will put it out there that Crash and Matt can ask one more question. Can you drive a vehicle in the game? No. Oh shit. Okay. Never mind. Oh, wait. I'm I'm gonna I double check it. that because um there may be I, the yeah, Xbox One had such a limited amount of exclusives. The fact oh, yeah. that this was exclusive. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, that, this has to be wrong, but I have a guess. Yeah, it can't be that. Okay. I've got, I've got, I've got a guess, but I don't think it's. I mean, we could I, get agenda now down, which is what confuses me the most. I think, I think I got it. Okay. Um, I'm not is there, anymore. is there well, any form of multiplayer in the game? Yes. 
Okay, I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got it anymore. Yeah, this is mad. Like, oh, 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 oh. Wait, Randop, Randop, oh. Randop. Let's go through wait, what we, wait, what wait, we wait. know. Oh, oh my God. I think I know it. Okay. I think so, I know it. You, it's Xbox One. Yeah. Exclusive. Okay. Um, no creator character. No creator character. Third person. Uh, third person, you kill people. And... I mean, what else did you ask? Jesus Christ. No, it can't be that either. No se- no, there was no sequel. And you don't drive a vehicle. Mm-mm. Okay, I, I'm going to have to lock in my original answer and hope that Despawn is wrong in, in the way he's answered some of these questions. Okay. Which is which is a wild strategy and will not pay off for me in the slightest, but it's all I've got. Okay. Who wants to go first with their answer? I think Crash is the most confident and therefore should go first. Uh, you don't say I'm the most confident. <laughs> but if I'm the most confident, shouldn't I go last? Uh, yeah, you're That's probably true. right. Who's the least confident? By the Jeez, look do of- you even have one you can throw out right now? No, because it's like no female, no male. I feel like it's like... I'm getting so. Uh, so I, I'm, to I'm, clarify, I can I'm, clarify that if you, you want play me to. as female. No, I think what okay. it must be. I think I think it might be State of Decay 2. And I'd written State the, of Decay. The, the reason I say that is because you play as male and female characters, third person, does have multiplayer, that's where I'm at. Crash, yeah, what is I, yours? I put Bleeding Edge. Uh, bleeding Edge. So that would be a point to Crash. Oh my god. Let's go. The multiplayer, oh, baby. Jesus. Multiplayer. Anymore. I mean, it still does. You can still play it. Can you? Yeah, it's still on uh, Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. the servers been done. Nope, they just stopped developing for it. Oh, interesting. Let's go. I, oh, yeah, once it. the multiplayer one got answered, I was like, it's got to be. That's the only it's thing. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Congrats. Okay. I, I don't want us to do the one more questions anymore. No. Okay. No. Okay. It's unfair. Which is mad because I got. Th- a point ahead of him. If <laughs> yes. that question had led to him getting it, because would yeah. be like, I like the one more question when we're solved. That's a great feature. I have to go yeah. on a serious hot streak if I'm going to catch you, Lola. Um, yeah, I'm not happy about that. Uh, points looking like this, though. Crash is in the lead with three points. I am in second place with two points. Despawn is in third place with one point. And Matt is still not off the board yet. Zero points. And he was here this week. Crazy. Yeah, uh, people listening at home right now, tweet at me if you got that right and what clue it was you got it. Like, be legit though, because who's getting that? I mean, it's like Crash got it. Crash got it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know why I got it? You want to know legit why I got it? We talked about Bleeding Edge earlier. I know. Yeah. We I literally mentioned the game. It's the only time. reason. I, will, I was thinking Killer Instinct. I will point out though, I picked the game before we mentioned it. Yeah, uh, I bet your heart that. dropped a little bit when we mentioned it. Like, yeah, a little oh, bit, a little bit. As soon as yeah. you mentioned it, it's like, uh, back in, literally, back only reason video, I got you'll it. See, you'll yeah. see these ones' eyes go wide. Alright, let's jump into Fix a Sack before we get out of here. Remember, you can email in myxboxmepodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up in the Discord and ask us questions or hit us up on Twitter at mcfixer, at plays, at mappyvideo, at paulddespawn. Also, yes. at myxboxme, hashtag mxam with a question. First one comes in from Anibus, uh, Anibus who says, what is the next game on Xbox you're looking forward to? Uh, Near, fu- uh, near future for me is only South Park, Snow Day, and then Hellblade 2. 
Remember that there's a South Park game coming, guys? I do. I'm excited yeah. for it. I'm actually, I'm actually excited for it. I don't think it's going to be great, but I think it'll be interesting good enough mm-hmm. for me to enjoy it, to be honest with you. Um, I think it'll be THQ, right? Uh, I think it's THQ on it, but it's a different developer from the last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't, I can't hard question. Hard question. I uh, think for me it is Hellblade. Like, yeah, me too. I think that's the only real uh, sort of Xbox game that's on my horizon that I'm really excited for. Avowed as well, but but I guess we don't have a date on that, so it's hard to get super excited for it. Avowed is mine. Yeah. Yeah. I- yeah, I could go with the easy answer like you guys have, I guess. I mean, uh, I'm really looking. I'm really looking for. Yeah, I know it's your most looking forward to. I know, I know. I, I, I'm really, 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 really looking forward to State of K when it finally comes. Like, I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. Um, why are you? Why are you laughing? What, what are you so, what's just so funny? Good, just because we know nothing, right? And we just yeah. keep seeing nothing, and it's like the, you know. Uh, well, I feel we're going to see something in January. Do you reckon in January? January's been and gone, mate. Not January. In June. <laughs> June. In June. Thank you. Um, mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also I'm also excited for um Tower of uh, Two Brothers. I actually never played that. So to be able to play that um in the remake, that comes out this month. Five by five published. Mm-hmm. Um I'm looking uh, forward to that as well. I have another answer. No comment. Uh go on. Still wakes the deep. Still Wakes the yeah. Deep is coming to Game Pass um, from the Chinese room who previously made uh, Everybody's Gone oh. for the Rapture and uh, Dear Esther and stuff. Um, I know exactly what my answer is. What we'll are we Dragon's Dogma. Oh, shit, yeah. Dragon's yeah. Dogma 2. 100% is my oh, most anticipated yeah. game yeah. I, you know, coming in the near future. I, I took this game as exclusive, but yeah, if not exclusive, I think I agree with Fix. That game looks so, so, so good. Yeah, it does. I've been watching a couple of videos uh, on that game recently just to try and uh, get get up to speed on it. I've, oh, it looks good. Have you guys played the first one? I've never uh, played the first I one. I played mm. like the first like three, four hours of it. I bought the um, first one. Yeah. I'm tempted to go back demo. to the first one, but there's so much to play right now that I realistically yeah, can't. Yeah. I can't play uh, the games I've got please, to play now. Crash, crash, please don't. Please don't. I need uh, you to you beat games what? this year, bro. Leave it, leave it in the comments if I should go and play the first Dragon's Dog. Actually, please. you know what? I don't care if you beat anything this year. I can destroy you in Game of the Year conversations if you beat you think nothing. So? Easy. Okay. I'll play nothing for the rest I of mean, this we, year. I mean, we already know what Game of the Year is, though, and it's the Elden Ring DLC, so... That's not coming oh, out. Good point. Facts. There's no, we're not doing DLC this year. <laughs> this year's the year we don't do DLC. It's going to be such a fight this year. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. Is it? Oh my I hope fun. the Alan Wake DLC is literally a 10 out of 10 genre defining experience that completely shifts the culture of gaming just so when it comes to the end of the year, we're like, doesn't matter. It's not even matter. considered. We're not even talking about it on this episode. I don't know why somebody brought it up. Well, Game of the Year discussion last year was three hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. Sure. You, you were out there <laughs> fighting for Resident Evil, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> With DLC or whatever. While we just kept pushing and pushing on Cyberpunk. Oh, that game got so high in the list. It was great. Tenterous, te- te- Tenterous, sorry, I've got my Invisalign in this new one, it hurts. Uh, says Sarah Bond uh, said that Xbox is going to the biggest generation jump we've ever seen. What do you think she meant? Bigger, bigger flippy? 
Flippity, Flippity. floppy Flippity numbers, flop numbers, thank you. Uh, or some actual technical words, technological leap. Uh, what's new? What new breaking technology are currently on that the Xbox could adopt? It feels like an AI integration is a big thing these days. Is the new Xbox going to incorporate AI somehow? Yes, 100%. Um, gaming, gaming, already, gaming already has AI. Like It's not yeah. like this is a new thing. Yeah. Um, uh, we had the leaks yeah. a while back that they kind of pushed on like they talked about some of these things already like um with ai and machine learning and all that kind of stuff coming into the well, they actually didn't speak about any of it did they well they didn't speak about <laughs> it but the leaks well they've been the they've been investing in, in ai stuff as well yeah yeah you so. get a new windows laptop uh because I, I don't work you get well think you get an update to windows anytime soon mm-hmm. you get the co-pilot thing right there on your taskbar you know they're, they are going full in on ai so yeah i can 100 see like that being a big part of it um I want them to start taking advantage of the cloud stuff that they talked about at the beginning of the series consoles, like give us bigger worlds that are built on the cloud. I could see that being. They've the been saying that since Crackdown, mate. Yeah, I've seen it. No, no, game that's what I'm saying. Yeah, game of the, game year. Of the decade, uh, game of the generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. technical marvel. Yeah, I really don't know. I, I I did think it was again. I hate to be the cynical person. I know I'm I'm over what has happened with Xbox at the moment, but I do just take everything that Matt Booty. Sarah Bond and Phil Spencer says with a pinch of salt at this point. I do think saying things like biggest generational leap and things like that does not help yeah. because I generally don't, again, maybe I'm just too small brained to think about it, but I don't know what they could do that would be that crazy. Like I'm, I'm at a point now where I've, only, I've only just got to 4k monitors. I'm not mm. going up again to 8k. Like I've, I'm not doing that. So that doesn't interest me. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only things that could like that could be like marketable for me is like instant loading and 4K60 on everything. Oh, instant the, the I mean, problem with instant loading is that gets outdated relatively mm, quickly. Instantly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cause like once you get instant loading, developers are like, oh, we can do more. And then once they do more, it's like that load that instant loading is gone, right? Because we yeah. started the series generation, everything was instant yep. loading, right? Yeah. And then you get in a year or two and it's like, well, stuff's not really instant loading yeah. anymore. You that know, the, the only thing that I want from the next generation is an end in all video games to that one bit in every like first person or third person game where you have to kind of like slowly walk through a really tight corridor. We so were promised the that. next area. I was we were promised promise. that for this generation. That, that was gone. like oh, man. That was like the promise for this generation. Mm, that was no, you're, you're a tech guy. You're Mr. Techie. Well, what are we getting? Mr. I, I agree with you that I think this should be taken with a pinch of salt. This is marketing bogus speak, just mm-hmm. like 10 teraflops was before and stuff. Like it, yeah. <laughs> it like how much it will actually impact you as the gamer will is yet to be seen. And and I struggle to believe that Xbox, based on their sales data from Series S, the way that they're pushing into cloud all these things, I kind of struggle to believe that they're going to make this massive performance leap that's going to cost you X amount of dollars more. Like, I don't think that's the way they see their business model going. Um, and so, I, yeah, I, I, I think more storage is probably very likely. I think maybe you do get a performance upgrade that guarantees you 4K 60 FPS or something. I don't know, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I don't see this being... The problem with like 4K 60 also is like that 
also is another thing that gets outdated the deeper you go into a generation sure. and awesome. developers again start doing more and more with their games yeah. Yeah. um i like i could see some sort of like deeper cloud integration possibly being the thing that they're talking about yeah. but like for the most part i feel like this was generally a response to like what about the future of gaming generations yeah. there's like no guarantee for them i think this response is like the next one's going to be the biggest sleep we've ever seen like yeah. to sort of be like hey we're still around we're still here in the future if- um if anything, I see the big thing that will start taking advantage of is stuff like, you know, the DLSS that we get with uh, NVIDIA yeah. cards and things like that. I think there'll be a push into that kind of AI learning and like upscaling yeah. and that kind of stuff that makes things just instantly look better. Yeah. You know what would be quite good is if um, the Microsoft Store or Game Pass could actually make decent recommendations because it's ludicrous. Like when it goes like, hey, you should play Call of Duty because you played Stardew Valley. Go fuck yeah. yourself. What do you, what do you mean? You, you <laughs> have, as bad as Bing is, it's better than this, surely. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. No, I, dude, because I, I, uh, I use in the Explorer now. Sometimes I find myself using Bing and I'm like, this is Why did garbage. This yeah. is garbage. That is so bad. Yeah. So bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Like just we, while we're trashing Xbox again, because this is what we do now on this podcast. Mm, uh, I don't want to. I really I'm don't joking. want to. But I don't think image, we're really trashing no, it. I, I mean, I'm about to. Their image search function <laughs> and Bing is one of oh, the worst. Who gives a fuck? We're an Xbox podcast. I don't care. About yeah, Bing. I was gonna say we're going <laughs> way away. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I think this one is this one also from Anubis as well. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It says. Something Phil said that really resonated with me is he uh, he said something like, quote, we have to keep growing the industry. And right now, there's two separate ways to do that. Either find a way to get more money from the current players or expand your player base. Basically, to me, this was him saying, look, the community doesn't like microtransactions. So this is the alternative. I really, uh, this is, this is uh, sorry. This is the alternative. I really like this statement and it makes sense to me, but what are your thoughts on it? Do you think there's a third way they, they didn't mention? Yeah. Game price has got a golfing price. I hate to say it. Um, <laughs> uh, that's what he's saying, right? That like yeah. either we get more money out of the players we've got or we get more players. Um, and yeah, bumping games up to $70 or indeed a hundred dollars as is being rumored about with GTA. Um, is, I don't even is think that's being rumored. I feel like that was just a, a conversation just to go on the GTA point real quick. That was just a conversation of like, I don't think they sure, said they want to charge a hundred, right? I don't necessarily buy it. I think if anybody could do it, it would be GTA. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And would open the floodgates, but, yeah. but there's a whole separate conversation. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like increasing the price of games is the other way to do it, or you get more players, right? And that's what he's saying by pushing Xbox exclusives like Hi-Fi Rush to other platforms, getting more players on those games, getting more money into the coffers. Yeah. Right. Again, again, I don't want to be a negative Nancy. I just find it bollocks, if I'm being honest, because the problem I have with the statement is you can say that when your profits are down, but your profits are all up right now. Is, is the part that I struggle with. And yeah, don't get me wrong, we're seeing PlayStation, I saw a report come out about PlayStation being in a bit of a bad place as well. And we, and we especially on this podcast, are looking over the other side of the industry, I guess, right? You always think that PlayStation is doing amazingly because yep. they're putting out 10 out of 10 games and things like that. Doesn't mean shit if they're not making enough money. Well, um, it, well I mean, just to clarify on that, I think it was they wiped out 100 million 
in mm. share price when they announced that the uh, PlayStation wasn't hitting their numbers yeah. that they wanted, and that yeah, it was on its it's on its downward turn now in its life cycle. Which is crazy. I still can't believe that, like, because I didn't realize how when you, you don't actually think about it, like, it's been like three, four years since these consoles came out, which is yeah, yeah, about halfway through a life cycle. Yeah, games are I just think- taking longer. Mm-hmm. games are taking longer and our industry has changed drastically and i think that's yes. the part that we forget think, about a lot i think there was also like a lot of especially on sony's side and i'm sure even internally to on microsoft's side to a degree a lot of focus on live service games as well that mm-hmm. sort of didn't pan out and stuff mm-hmm. needed to get canceled and reshuffled and stuff like yeah. that yeah um and there are so many factors to it right like like there is also a massive economic element to this in that you are a publicly traded company growth is everything if you're standing still you're losing is the kind of mentality of shareholders and the the market right and so um when he says we're not growing at the moment there are two ways to grow da 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 um that's like a serious concern is like exponential growth um is what is required in that world and so yeah it's a you know serious concern i guess that they think about and i mean i kind of agree with his uh his yeah his mindset on this as it come across like it's very much a case of like yeah like we could nickel and dime uh, our existing customer base and be like here's every game as a microtransaction or everything has a battle pass everything has season passes all these skins and we could try and get as I'm- much money as we want out of the current user base or we could look at like you know putting the feelers out to other user bases and seeing where we can get the money instead. I just want to point out, they have tried the first method. If you look at Gears of War microtransactions or Halo microtransactions, those tried bleeding the player base with the price point they were at. It didn't work. Right. On top of being like the full priced entry point of $60 for those games. uh, What were you going to say, Matt? I was just going to say like, like the subscription model does net you more money per user than the previous model. That's why Office went to that model. That's why everything goes to that model, right? That's why all of our services are going to that model. Because on average, you're going to be better off having the same amount of users paying per product or paying a subscription service. Um, So like, they're still doing both, right? They're just trying to angle it to be like, hey, we're the good guys. We're not going to charge you more for your games. We're the good guys. We'll give you a happy subscription service. And then, yeah. So you've hit the nail on the head there, Matt. And that's the part that I I just don't, I don't want to always come on this podcast and be negative about Xbox and, and be that person. But I do want to remind you, and I hate to say this, Xbox are not your friends. They are just after your money. Like, and I know that. And then I'm sure like, that's very ironic coming from me right like uh, someone who will get hype over games and you know jump around it's got xbox lights in the background and the fridge and all that stuff like just a quick reminder though that like they are there to make money they're going to say whatever they need to do to spin uh, spin the word in into and i'm not saying that you're in the wrong for 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 it resonating with you but yeah i don't know i just everything that gets said at the moment maybe i'm just i'm being that cynical old guy and i'm really i'm sorry if i am but i just i'm i'm just like all right whatever like you guys are making so much money it's ridiculous like but back to the early conversation of phil being the guy who's dming people like that is they're trying to not look like that you know whether or not that is how they're acting or you know actions speak loud of the words yada 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 
like him DMing people, like we said, it makes him the more approachable dude. And so when he says stuff like this and you can click and it resonates in your head and goes, oh yeah, that's pro gamer. Big Phil Spencer's pro gamer. Love Phil Spencer. Um, That's what they want out of it, right? Absolutely. And it's probably, the truth is, there's somewhere in the middle, right? It's not as cynical as big bad industry, Jeff Bezos just rolling around in all of his money. Um, But it's also not Phil you know, being your bro jumping into Power World with you and, and you know, digging Wait, around in. Power World with us? I'm sure he's tried Power World. I'm, I'm sure he I'm, fucking loves it. Oh, he was 100%. Yeah, I think, as you said there, it's definitely a middle ground. I think, I think Xbox recognize that they've got that goodwill with the community in so much as, like, the, the friendly nature of it all. Um, and I genuinely don't think they'd want to do anything because that has got so much power behind it uh, in marketing and just in general like i don't yeah. think they'd want to risk that by being like oh yeah no we don't want to nickel and dime you and then full-on nickel and diming us anyway like i think unless they had to like it comes from higher up that they need to hit certain points like i think they'd want to protect that whole thing of like you know give the community the best experience that we can without ripping them off they've tried to rip us off that's why well, as, hard- a, as a gears it- player like that I, what one was it, it was four it was four. Four and five both had four pretty bad. Was, so was egregious. Because four had I think four was the one where you could they had like something you could roll for characters yep. and you could get repeat characters in it. Uh repeat skins. If remember, I remember Mackie being like, Yeah, I spent five hundred dollars on this and I was like, Are you what? Like, yeah, yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, let's do one more before we get out of it, boy, shall we? Uh Top Lift says Given the amount of time AAA games are taken to make nowadays, do you think we will see fewer first-party game releases and a shorter generation of consoles going forward from Top Left 91? Hmm. Matt? Yes to the first one. Fresh? Uh, I I apologize. Please, please, please. Yes to the first one, uh, maybe to the second one. I think they'll try shorter generations to see how it's perceived. Um but I think we'll definitely keep getting like the pros and stuff like that or stuff that they might internally be like, this is a new generation. We might just not label it as a new generation or whatever the case is. Do you think the generations are dead? Do you think like we will, we will see Xbox come out in Gen- no, June, um, talk about the new console and that is the new Xbox and we won't even know it. They won't, they won't market it as the new Xbox, especially with them coming out being a ecosystem. Hmm. Xbox wise, for sure, hundred percent. I think that'll be the the move for them that they'll want to do. I think generations are still like a necessity right now, so I don't think they'll completely drop it just yet. Yeah, I think for me personally, I think both on both sides, I think they want to get away from generation specific. I think if anything, they want to get like say that into that ecosystem mindset and focus more on the software than the hardware. Um, get into that kind of like the PC side of it. I think I think we'll see a massive push from them both to go into PC. I think there'll still be a console space and it'll be a huge one. Do you, but I think Are you saying like first party PCs or are you saying like no, so like, people get games on PCs? Get games on PC. They won't be Got releasing okay. first party yeah, 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 yeah. PCs. No, they they'll be pushing their software into the PC space more because there's a bigger market there. They don't have to worry about making the hardware for that. There is already like find people to do that and again it's that whole thing i think of 
not anytime soon, but long term in the future, after this specific generation and the next one, maybe. I think it'll. It, I think the future is just going to be them all, them both being publishers, and the hardware on their side will be like an optional bonus rather than like the dedicated platform of choice. Mm. Interesting. Matt? Wait, I know. I know. I go, sorry. I was just going to say, like, I know we got angry. Well, I know not angry, but like, I know we weren't happy with the. Um, the business update but like having been a week away from it and thinking about it i think it's starting to make sense to me like, but no the the look the business of it it's always made sense hmm. let's not let's not confuse the two like i've always understood the business side of it it's the the game inside of it but like i say i think we, we are just in a very different industry than we was three four five years ago like I look at Xbox now like like they're Apple, right? Like we're, they're going to come out with a new Xbox and we'll see the Xbox One will be supported up to a certain point and then someone will turn that on one day. They won't make a big deal out of it, but they will turn that on one day and they'll go, this game is not compatible on your Xbox One. Just like you would do with an iPhone. Like you can go back and you, they're not saying you can't use the iPhone, but you can go and use your old iPhones and stuff like that but there are certain apps on that app store that are not compatible and they will not work. And I think that's what we're looking at with Xbox. Now, from a business point of view, it makes more sense than cut off, especially when we know that they lose money on hardware, right? Cut off point and everyone moves to the new one and do that again and again and again and again. No. But again, I think that's kind of why they're pushing into the the cloud space. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say, you have an Xbox One, that can cloud play games. Like I do it downstairs. I've got the one X set up on my TV downstairs. And we'll, if there's a game that I want to play, like in the modern consoles that isn't available because it can't run on the series X, you can still stream it on the one X through the cloud option. And I think that'll be the future for them of like, we'll give you yeah. a box that again, I think we talked about it like last year. Well, I don't, we didn't, you did about like, I think there was a talk about it last year where there was rumors of a cloud dongle as it were oh yeah 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 i think that is genuinely going to be the future where there will just be a cloud dongle that will or you'll have a smart tv app well yeah we're past it it's smart tv up now i don't it's think gone. it'll be a future i don't think it will be like the only way to play games ever no i don't think it'll be the only way but i think it'll be like i think for those that don't want to buy the next don't want to buy a pc or don't want to buy whatever the specific console is at the time will just be you know, yeah. just cloud stream it through the app I think you'll still get the dongle, even though like I think smart TV will be a bigger push mm-hmm. only because like not all smart TVs have access to all apps. Yeah. And that's what it's you're fair. like, oh, Marketing you have that smart TV. Is way better than some asking someone to buy a whole new TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I it'll be a that. feature on the box of the TV. That's like, yes. oh, this comes with a, 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 a X cloud yeah. or whatever. It's, it's also, um, it'll be the, the, you get the Dolby logo, you'll get the Xbox logo like this tv yeah. supports it's a smart tv that also has the xbox logo and then eventually there'll be a playstation logo as well it's also just low cost hardware to create so why mm. wouldn't you just try and get it into more people's homes yeah. um so yes i agree i agree with that sentiment um interesting you know you talked about uh, having less and less first party um games i think we've seen that start to happen already um as games get much more expensive to make and take longer to make it's harder to bet on brand new first party IP. That's why we've been seeing so many remakes. Um, 
you know, look at your Resident Evil fours or your even Shadow of the Colossus if you want to go further back and stuff like that. Like they're just more guaranteed money makers, and so and they're less production time because you've kind of done pre-production or a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, last of us. So I think we've already started to see that. Yeah, last thing. Yeah, another example. Um, we've already started to see a lot of that. I think we'll see more of it. Um, we had a discussion about whether or not Xbox should be leaning into more remakes on last week's extra. So go check mm-hmm. it out. Let's, let's plug the plug and get ourselves out of here. Crash, what you plug this week? Uh, my Xbox Me Extras. If you guys don't listen to that and you guys only listen to this podcast, uh, we it's a lot more of a chill conversation. We do the agree or disagree that we've done for the past two weeks. Um, it's a fun segment. The whole the whole show is more relaxed. We talk about stuff outside of Xbox as well. Um, you guys should go check that out if you haven't because it is a good watch or listen. Matt? You've got to go to the YouTube channel. You've got to hit subscribe. You've got to hit the bell because that'll notify you when we're going live as we are more and more frequently and most importantly, going live, starting our Bowlers Gate campaign this Saturday midday for UK people. Convert it on your time zone. Maybe ask Bing, Bing to do it for you. No, don't ask Bing. Ask Probably Google. Ask Google, please. Yeah, it has been <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to say, yeah, the YouTube and the Twitch. Um, I am going to be streaming a game tomorrow well as of recording tomorrow so wednesday that is not on xbox shockingly um, what? yeah i have been granted access to pacific drive which is a pc and steam and mm. i will be playing that tomorrow uh nice. so yeah thank you to the wonderful team over at kepler for that but yeah nice okie dokie well, well, i've heard really good things from people i know who've played it Yep, very good. Is, Reviews is came out today. Very good. Yeah. Um, I would I would say tomorrow. When I say tomorrow, I mean as of recording tomorrow. So if it'll you be are, up on VOD if yeah, you didn't go, catch it go live. Go check it out on yeah, go check it out on the YouTube and the and the Twitch. Um it, yeah, it was you can great. You can find me. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Uh, big thing to plug this week, I guess. Twitch. If you're not following me on Twitch, I'm very, 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 very close. Less than a hundred followers away from fifteen thousand which is crazy if I'm honest with you because I remember when I started this and I only had a thousand uh, or a hundred. So yeah. And also go check out the, the My Xbox and Me Twitch channel as well. We're doing, like, like Matt said, we are doing a lot more live content. You're, guar- you're probably guaranteed at least three to four streams now a week um, with Baldur's Gate being the Mondays. So yeah, if you're into live content, and again, we're playing Baldur's Gate very differently than just sit down and play video game. We're going to try and do some actual dnd role playing um while we play it and then also keep an eye out and ears open for the exact date for our big 12 hour live stream uh, where we got a bunch of goals and some uh forfeits that we'll be doing and that should be a good old time hopefully happening in the beginning of next month so yeah keep your eyes open until next time i will love you leave you and see you all later good boys